another Friday night and Al and Daniel are back for another More About Jesus podcast. This is season two, but we're already on episode three. Uh, so I'm I'm Al Martins and I'm here with my cousin Daniel Dunbar. Hello, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody had a good couple of weeks. And if you haven't yeah. already, there was an awesome little interview Alan did last week that was up on our YouTube channel and up on our podcast with uh, Rachel Knight, a.k.a. Lark, a.k.a. Library Knight. Yeah, she has a lot of hats. But yeah, no, that was really fun. But I've known Lark for a while and... Uh, She's like a daughter to me, like already before I did that interview. But I, I was, uh, I don't know. It was just great to get to know her a little more and hear the stuff she had to say. So I'm excited about hearing people being excited about their faith in new ways like that. It just, that's why I do it. But yeah, check it out. Yeah. Um. Uh, how's, uh, so you did you get really warm in Edmonton like it did here? Oh, we this hit week, like, like so Thursday we were like plus six or seven or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We hit like eight degrees like at nighttime. Like it was like six degrees when I went to bed in the middle of the night. It hit like 10 degrees and went up to eight degrees at night, like in the middle of the night. So it was just like waking up oh. to like rivers everywhere and our snow melting like crazy. It and, was so wet. Yeah. Yeah. And parking lots just becoming absolute skating rinks. Yeah, oh, and then the next day, like, I couldn't, like, people couldn't come in and out of, of my plant because it was pure ice. Yeah. Like, I when I backed out of my driveway, my car spun around, like, <laughs> I wasn't even going fast. I was just, I was like a figure skater in my little car. You're, you're taking in the the Olympics, the Olympic sport <laughs> of, uh, of uh, yeah. s- synchronized driving. Yeah. Oh, and I know that if you had... Uh, you know, someone trying to, you know, those fail blogs with guy Pete guys sliding down there. Oh yeah, oh, could yeah. have had a lot of video. I should have been out to watching in the morning with my camera. <laughs> I'm sure, there was a few good crashes. Set a, set up a phone and just like let it run and just let the camera go. Yeah, nice. Feels like spring today. Felt more like winter again, but whatever. Let's. I'll take the warm days. That's for sure. Yeah. Did you get the crazy wind as well? Yeah, that day it was so warm, it was so windy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but and then, higher up, yeah. not in my face. It was just like I could hear it whistling above my head. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, So it was like super windy like yesterday and last night as the temperature was changing again. And mm-hmm. uh, so this morning on top of the skating rink, which is my alleyway, um, everybody's garbage cans that they don't put up by their houses were also throughout the alley. So you're figure skating around pylons. Uh, all, the, all the way down the alley in order to get to work this morning. I was just like, oh, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cold today, too. But, hey, I'm kind of getting used to it. It's a bit of a misery, but it's also life in Canada. Yeah, and it's not minus right? 20. Yeah. Like, when we're saying it's cold, it's like we're hitting, like, zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's... I'm okay with that. It's not minus 20. We're not stuck at minus 20. Our igloos aren't melting. You were talking about uh, about having to do a motherboard upgrade and uh, 
new processor. We just did that with my son's computer. We actually had to bring it into a place to have them look it over, but Oh yeah. Most of the upgrades I've so I've it's literally now the only thing left in the computer is the box. Yeah. Like the box and the the disk drive. So the his uh whatever uh, disk reader drive which I guess you hardly use nowadays but Oh, like a like? Did he have like a, a DVD drive or like an actual yeah, like, like three yeah. and a half? So it was floppy. a decent one, but we don't use like that's not a thing we upgrade because nobody uses it. He doesn't. Yeah, we just use it to put in the disc for your <laughs> printer or whatever. But even yeah. that, I don't use because you could usually find it online. Yeah, but actually, yeah, with the change of the motherboard and the new processor, now everything in his computer is completely re replaced, and it's working really good actually. Nice, nice. I had a friend who um, upgraded his studio computer, and then he was still having issues. And what it was was the DVD drive was actually causing the computer to bog down. And as soon as he unplugged that, the speed in the computer just went way up. It's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. So That doesn't even make sense. It's like a curse or something. It, yeah, and he said it doesn't really make sense to him either, It's but something in the drive was, was causing it to bog down the computer. Like, there was something corrupt in the program in the drive or something. He couldn't quite explain how or why, and he's built tons of computers, and and he's just like, it just, it, it was doing a thing, and as soon as he unplugged it, that thing stopped, and so it's just like, Nobody uses that drive anyway. It's just there sitting. Good to call up. Ghostbusters, obviously. Yeah. Well, just it's taking up a bay so that you know you don't get dust getting into your computer. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What kind just of mother? Plugging. What kind of motherboard and uh, processor did he wind up going with? He got. He went with uh, almost top end Ryzen stuff. That's nice. So he now he's playing. Yeah, whatever he wants on the highest settings, and he's able to stream and move through all that, and he's got 16 gigs of RAM, so it goes pretty fast. Yep, yep. Yeah, 16 no, gigs, I'm, I don't think I'll I do I need to upgrade less. eventually, too, but... Yeah. I, my... I, I have lots of RAM, but I don't have the graphics capability. But now that I'm playing World of Warcraft again, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a bit more of a boost to my graphics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my and processing so I could do other because I like to play and watch shows, so that's my thing. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll really if I'm up at five in the morning. I'm watch. I'm usually playing a game. Well, it's quite if often through with my switch through the through uh, capture card, and then I can watch whatever. But yeah, yeah, I I kind of have a janky old graphics drive, so if I use like for whatever reason Netflix freezes my computer. Oh really? But but <laughs> Disney Plus doesn't. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the thing I hate about Disney Plus on my computer is that I have to watch it through Microsoft Edge. It does not work through Google Chrome for some reason. Oh, that's weird. And yeah. I I don't know why. It's like I tried it and it's just like your web browser doesn't support. I'm like what? And so it's like Microsoft Edge. The only thing I use it for is if I want to watch Disney Plus. So. We got Roku upstairs, so that's... Oh, I love having that. Like, I don't have TV. Like, I haven't had TV for, well, years now. Yeah. Like, yeah. paying for cable or whatever. No. We no. just we just stream, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've 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 got a giant Roku in our living room, and it's and it's um yeah we Disney Netflix. One of our kids is paying for the Netflix and uh, Disney, and then Amazon Prime. Crunchyroll. 
that's another one we have, but that's because we kind of into anime too much. Yeah, Josiah, Josiah, our oldest, has got Crunchyroll. I don't know if he still has it or not. He moved out, and uh, you should be able to use it still. I should, but he probably it, uses your net. Oh, he does, but it's whether or not he still has it. He may have canceled it, so because yeah, money things. So kids nowadays, eh? <laughs> what can you do with them? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, looking to upgrade all my computers. Like my studio computer is is pretty old, and then my laptop that I because I mean it's so old that I actually have to. Uh, record everything on my studio computer and then all my streaming stuff for discord for in order to do this is actually through my laptop and my laptop is like 10 years old and so everything needs an upgrade in here so it's like uh, do I just buy like a really good laptop and use that as a studio computer as well or do I upgrade both and sort of split the difference Go fund me. Where we go. Yeah, yeah, go fund me. Those only work for when you have a real annoying cause that wants to rile people up <laughs> just say you're going to use it to fight against the system or whatever or um something against the prime minister then you'll get lots of money yeah yeah <laughs> something like that but that's not what jesus would do so that's not that's not what i'm gonna no, do no there you go there you go back to no. that yeah. speaking of which people get angry about stuff right yeah, and I'm before before I read this our section today, I'll tell you right off the hop that I spent most of my for the last thirty years as an angry person in general. Um, I I can't even remember when I kind of came to the realization that something's wrong. Right, like I, this can't be right to be angry all the time. It's it. To the point where when, I don't know if you've seen the first Avengers movie, mm -hmm. and there's that scene where where uh, Banner says that, you know, that's my secret, I'm always angry. Yeah. I think, yeah, and then he turns into Hulk, and uh, that's me. That almost made me cry watching that. Uh -huh. I mean, it's a cool part, but I'm like, <laughs> it hit me like into my heart, I'm like... That was me for a long time. Hmm. Anyways, but that so this 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 topic will be pretty close to me in a lot of ways and for other reasons. But anyways, I'll read it. I'm gonna read uh Matthew 5, 21 and 22. So it's just two verses to try to break down today, but there is more in this whole subject, but, but I don't know. If we can get through more, we'll try, but um, you've heard that our ancestors were told you must not murder. If you commit murder, you are the subject, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you're even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. So this is the first of those ones where Jesus amps it up, right? Where he's like, you've heard it said, but I tell you. So in a way, this Jesus was the first deconstructionist. To use the buzzword that they say nowadays. <laughs> the buzzword of the day. The change in stuff. He was like, okay, you've heard this. 
now this. But I mean, of course, yeah. he was Jesus. He could do that. Yeah. 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 But that's quite a step, right? So let's let's bring it home right away at the beginning of the discussion. Road rage. I I still have that in me that I and I fight. I stop it, but I talk like so. What I like to do, like when someone cuts me off, I don't swear or nothing. But I get like, oh yeah, good job, buddy. Nice, <laughs> thank you for that. Oh, so you're gonna do the passive aggressive uh, happy clap, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. You can just cut me off. I don't mind. <laughs> but everybody, inside your heart, you're thinking, what an idiot, right? <laughs> this guy's a copy driver. And Jesus is saying that when I get to that point, yeah. even if I'm not swearing or yelling or my temper, maybe my face isn't red, mm-hmm. but there's that level of anger in me because of this and towards a human being. Yeah, an image bearer It's like I killed him. It's just like I killed him. Yeah, that's huge, and that's that's hard, right? Because now now it cuts right to the heart of the very issue, like right to it. It's like, what's what's your motive? Uh, Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's tough because yeah, I mean, I bang my fingers at work, and I swear, I'll I'll admit it. Um. Heck yes. yeah. I, I, Working I, guys do that. Just, <laughs> hey, we don't want to bowl your uh, expectations. So if this was the, uh, if this was the the, the podcast with the, with the kids who went right from high school to Bible school to becoming a youth pastor to be a pastor, then that's different. But we're the guys who work in the real world every day. And I'm not trying to diss them. I'm just saying... Most of us have some colorful speech once in a while because we hear it all day, right? Yeah, and I'm I'm trying really really hard not to have any. Like I I really am trying not to do any like swearing yeah. and stuff because that's just it's just I it's not setting you and apart. I feel like that's a victory, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's not setting you apart, but it's also like like this scripture. Even reading this in preparation for this this week, I'm like, okay, I I can't get angry at the apprentice when he does something stupid. It's like I need to um, uh, take it and and use it as a teaching a teaching time, right? I can't just mm-hmm. I can't just be like, you know, you're an idiot. What the heck do you think you're doing? Um, it's like okay, well, let's figure out why you thought that was a good idea, right? And it's and it so it changes your mindset because now it's no longer. And again, this is this is sort of like um, I think we discussed it last time where it's like. You know, when or one of the other one of the other episodes where it's like when you're praying for somebody else, it's not about them changing. It's about how you're changing to help them. Mm-hmm. I think is what so, so something that uh, that we came up with. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it right there. It's like um, so this is the same thing. It's like I shouldn't get angry at so and so for doing that. Let's try to teach this. Let's let's see if this is a teaching teaching thing or not right and that would work within a uh, within a work context but how does that also work say like the idiot who cut you off on the way to work right and or idiot drivers that are out there it's like you know yeah like you're tailgating me and you're fighting to get to the same red light that i'm you know yeah you dodge around oh did i actually used to be 
so passive aggressive if someone did that where they were racing around like like the indy 500 to get and they're at the red light and i pull up beside them i'd go like this <laughs> congratulations genius you won the race you won the race you spent more gas and yep. you raise your blood pressure to get to the red light. <laughs> you need to get like me. one I'm of those little. Of uh, I really, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you need to get one of those little red uh, uh, checker flags and and wave <laughs> and wave it on a stick and be like, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> good yeah. job, buddy." <laughs> Yeah, you're awesome. I'll send you your prize in the mail. That would that would be kind of funny, but I don't know if that, I don't know if that would be very biblical and be. No, I don't and think see, that would now be Jesus. I still have a habit of talking at at other people driving, and yeah. sometimes it's sarcastic. Sometimes I'm just being funny, but uh, it's what's in my heart that matters. That's the point I'm trying to get at, and yeah. that Jesus is trying to get at is that it's not. I mean, he's not saying you might as well just kill the guy because mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Because obviously it's worse. Yeah. It's yeah. worse if you take someone's life. That's worse. That that would be but, worse. But but Jesus, Jesus at this point right now, just like sin is sin. I don't yeah, know if he, you're if doing that, the wrong thing. I don't know if, it, if that's what he's meaning here, but it's just like it doesn't matter. Um, if you call somebody an idiot, you know, you're going to be... You're just as guilty as if you had killed somebody, in in the eyes of uh, uh, God. I would I would say, so. And I mean the message the message is pretty 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 similar to uh, the translation that you had. What was it? Uh, did you use the NLT New Living? That was New Living. Yeah, that was the New Living. Yeah, because the message is pretty close to that. I mean, it it fleshes it out just a little bit more. And uh, again, in the analog version, you're familiar with the command to the ancients, do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who is so much as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. Carelessly call a brother idiot, and you just might find yourself hauled into court. Thoughtlessly yell stupid at a sister, and you are on the brink of hellfire. The simple moral fact is that words kill. Ooh. Now I can get behind simple that. The fact is that words kill. Words kill. Now, if I... So say I go um, to my local 7-Eleven and there's a robbery in progress and I just happen to be in the doorway and the guy accidentally sh shoots me and runs away. I'm shot. I get picked up by the ambulance, I go to the hospital, I get healed. That's something temporary. I'll heal from that. However, I still carry around scars in my heart from things that have been said to me out of malice and hatred in my mm -hmm. youth, years, decades before, that affect how I live now. Those scars... Those scars Ooh. are the ones that are hard to get to get by. Wow, that's a super good point, right? So I was thinking about that too when I read it this time, and I hadn't until just today. If you call someone an idiot, I think of what it must be like for a child to grow up with their dad or their mom calling them an idiot all the time. Yeah, right. On the regular, you're an idiot. 
Yeah, and even oh, and even wow. like say say like my apprentice or something like that. If I'm calling him an idiot, idiot all the time, is he going to get any better at his work? Is he going to be any more confident in his work? No, he's not. All right, they're they're not. Not a bad. Oh, there we go. Okay, say it again because you went out. Your internet went out. Oh, I was going to say that. Um, uh, what I was saying is like it, with 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 my with my apprentice. If I'm calling him an idiot or them an idiot. Mm -hmm. That's not going to make them perform better at their job, have more confidence nope. in their job, or being able to to excel. Or, you know, I'm just doing nothing but beating them down. Mm -hmm. All right. How is that building them up? How is that being more Christ-like? Yeah, that's one. I can't remember where it is, but Paul said it: uh, "Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth." but only for what is helpful for building others up. Yeah. Uh, and I used to, when I read that when I was young, I, I thought it meant don't say swear words. Mm -hmm. But it's not a, really about that. It's about tearing down or building up. Yeah. And, and you know, and if you're a negative person all the time and all you're doing is tearing down other people, uh, nobody's going to want to hang around with you for one. Because all you're going to do is tear down people. And that's not showing Jesus' love. It's like how, how I mean, people are not going to look at you and be like, oh, this person's obviously a Christian by how they tear down everybody around them. Uh, maybe they do think that. Maybe they think that's what Christians do. Well, they do, but... And it's... Is that what uh, oh, Jesus that's the bad does. thing. That's Because that, that is what Christians do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knowing people who work in the service industry, right? They cringe every time, you know, Sunday afternoon rolls around and they're waiting on tables and all of a sudden the church crew rolls in with a whole bunch of Karens with them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, ah! And yeah, and like I said, I was guilty of being the judgmental guy, the one that was always angry about stuff. I mean, I also was angry about other things because of my own disabilities and stuff. But I literally was angry from a Christian perspective too. Like, so I'm I, um one a good example that's in the news, not the news in in the Twitterverse and other places. And I won't mention the guy's name, but it, I already did on our on our Discord. So if you want more details, a famous Christian singer from a band has been cutting down the deconstruction movement, which I mean is another topic, and we should probably talk about it someday. But I guess I've mentioned it, and on our Discord we talk about it. But he's very angrily coming against it. And calling it a false religion and fighting. And today, one of the some of the footage I saw, he said, "Like, you know who needs to shut up? It's these people. You know who else needs to shut up? It's these people, and they should just shut up." And it's funny because he gets mad about people, you know, telling him to shut up, but then he tell, but whatever. So <laughs> he's angry, and then there's angry responses to him. So right now, the Christian Twitterverse is angry versus angry. Yeah. And I couldn't help but thinking that. So when I tweeted something, it was like, I, I really think that the root of his anger comes from fear. Because personally, I used to respond in anger to 
uh, theology and teaching that I thought was detrimental or would tear the church apart. Or like if we move towards this way, it's down the slide to, to hellfire. Yeah, yeah. And so can't ever touch my theology and you should think like me. And so I was always angry and pushing and uh, called like, like I said, Bible bully. So that, but I think it came from fear mm. to be honest as a root. And that's just my opinion. And so perfect love casts out fear. But uh, I don't know what, I wanted to know what you thought of that, that take on anger i mean we've like we've said now like i think people see christians fighting on twitter and think okay well gee can i join your club <laughs> so and we that's, can all yell at each other all the time yeah and that's and that's one of it's one of the things that that the unbelieving world finds so unbelievable about christianity is the fact that we can't get along it's it's yeah. like there are so many arguments and everything else and it's like the and um, I'll put a pl- I'll put a plug out there for for my brother and uh, the Grand Forks Gospel Chapel podcast. If you want to listen to that, there's one in there that is um, the episode of How We Have Died, and he's mm-hmm. and um, a powerful, powerful. I've listened to it a few times now. A powerful, powerful um, uh, sermon, and and it's like the greatest. Uh, how did he say that? The greatest. Um, thing the church has to face right now is the fact that we are divided. It's not COVID. That's not our problem. It's not the world issues that we have right here. That's not our problem. It's the fact that we are not united. We are we are a divided church across the nation, mm-hmm. right? And that I mean, like I said, I've had to listen to that thing a few times because it's just every time I listen to it, I get something else out of it, and it's just. Oh, I know. I want to listen again and go through and write quotes down. <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're not in our Discord, you can get in there and we we share this kind of stuff in our Discord. All the yeah, you know, link, links to things that inspire us to be more like Jesus and to uh, yeah. And uh, we actually yeah. and um, that sermon. That's if I uh, if I could take you know, I think everyone should listen to it. I yeah, really do. Yeah. Yeah, because that was like, that's one of those moments where, you know, the pastor gets up there and is like, okay, I had something planned, but God said, no, we're doing this. And it was like one of those God-inspired sermons. And it's just like, I felt it the whole time. So I've heard a lot of men over the years give me a lot of biblical information, which is good, which is fine. It's not bad. But I've heard very seldom, and it's always changed my life when a guy preaches like it's from the heart from the holy spirit yeah and every word nails you right to where you need to hear it yeah yeah. that's that's preaching yeah and and it was like very short i mean i guess i had to watch it again last night to grab some quotes for tonight and uh and for 22 minutes it's nothing but scripture readings and then the last (laughs) 10 minutes is the talk and that's it. Yeah. In 10 minutes, he summed it all up. And I was just like, wow, that was incredible. Shout out to Doug Dunbar. Yes. They used to call him Little Al back in the day <laughs> when we were Striper twins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. The, the, both, the both of you. So that, 
I, I love this where we're going with this. And I it's not and we gotta confess that we're angry too, but I guess I mean, so Jesus uses the term idiot, but in modern terms, someone does something that you think is dumb on Twitter and you put a gif up or a, you attack them with a with a, some kind of meme to make them look stupid because you don't agree or you just call them an idiot. I mean, it's I think we're going the wrong direction with that. I really do. Even though I still follow some of that stuff, but I kind of it's easier for me to monitor on Twitter. That's I'm off of Facebook. I'm off of Instagram. I'm off all those things now. And it's helped me feel more at peace. And now you know what? It's because I get sucked into that. And I, my Martin's hackles get like, oh, I got to fight this. I got to fight this. <laughs> but <laughs> Fighting against I'm the old being, self. Yeah, I'm not fighting the world now. I'm just fighting against the need to fight. Yeah, yeah. Because I got whatever. I'm good with that. You guys can do whatever. Yeah. But we got to have something to replace it. So what can change this anger in us? And uh, I'm going to read another thing. This is from Family Devotions. We were reading through First John. And this is, I think, a counter to this anger. It's, it's, it's love that has to happen, right? Uh, God is love. This is actually 1 John 5, starting at verse 17. God is love. When we take when we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house, becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free to worry, we're free. We're free of worry on Judgment Day. Our standing in the world is identical to Christ's. There's no room for f love, in love, for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment, is one not yet fully formed in love. We, though we are going to love, love and be loved. First, we were loved. Now we love he first loved us. Hmm. The command we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. You've got to love both. Dang, that one still gets me. The command from Christ is blunt. Hmm. Loving God means loving people. Yeah. And I don't think that is... The people that are easy to love, and it's every all the people, the people he made, you're called to love. So when you're angry at him and call him an idiot, that's the opposite. Yeah. So I, I, it's an unrealistic standard. It's crazy, right? Yeah. We've and all failed. So not a person listening to this podcast or speaking in this podcast has ever fulfilled this perfectly. No, no. Let's see. My name's Daniel, not Jesus. So, yeah, no, I've failed. <laughs> but is that doesn't mean we give up. No, I so mean, that's that's make that's it a goal or whatever. Something. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the whole reason for um, one with this podcast uh, to uh, these writings on in in the uh, the Sermon on the Mount. This is this is Jesus trying to tell us how to be 
um, how to have more right living with God, right? How to be right living with everybody else. I mean, God made people in his image. So we are his image bearers. Um, everybody's made in the image of God. When you look at somebody else, that's another image of God. Uh, so if you're calling that person an idiot, you're calling an image of God idiot. You're, you're saying basically God made an idiot. Hmm? How, how does that strike you? That you're telling some that you're telling God that this person over here is an idiot. <laughs> Who are you to judge? Yeah, and I guess empathy would have us walk a mile in everyone's shoes, thinking of why. And I guess that's why I was almost surprised at myself, in the sense that when I saw this Twitter fight about this Christian singer. That was my actual first response, was hmm. empathy. I thought, oh, okay, crap, they're really ripping him apart here. But I know that he has so many fans that are 100% behind him. Yeah. And these other people are ripping him apart. And so I might agree with one side or the other. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It's just, I think, why? And then I, that's when I remembered what it used to feel like when I was a fundamentalist and very strong on my theology in a certain areas, mm. I had fear. And I, so I thought, man, I feel almost bad. And I think that was a love response. And I can't take credit for that as because I'm a well, super Christian guy. It's because the Holy Spirit's been working in my heart to change me. And I've been open to that change. Um. Which is actually the heart of deconstruction. It's uh, if, if system reboot is what I call it. I think we need a better term. Term like uh, changing, being tr transformed by the renewing of your mind, the changing the way you think. Yeah, no. I think that has to happen if you want to grow as a Christian. So, yeah, uh, and if you're open to it, okay. Wait, I was wrong about this stuff. I was wrong to be angry about this stuff. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, and that's, you know, and and this whole deconstruction thing, it's nothing new. This has happened time and time again throughout church history that people have been like, because you look at the whole deconstruction thing, it's like, okay, we're questioning um, what, what our faith is. We're questioning, is this real? We're questioning everything about it. And you know what? That has to happen. I mean, it happens all the time with people. The thing is, though, when you, when you, because you have like the three stages. You have construction, which was at the very beginning. So that's that's you building up your initial faith and everything else. And then you have, Ooh. at some point, you are going to have some sort of deconstruction where you start questioning whether or not this is real. That's human, right? And, but Ooh. if you don't go to the next step, which is reconstruction, where you've gone through, you've asked mm -hmm. all these questions, you have come up with answers or you've searched for answers or you've had counsel or anything else on, on getting reconstructed back, right? That's where a lot of people are failing. Now, is that also because people are failing at that because churches have been closed for two years and nobody knew what to do? So now you have a whole nation of people that are now like, is this real? Because churches, of, you know, the, the majority of churches only have right now about 20 to 30% of their average what they had pre-pandemic. pre, pre uh, pandemic. 
right? And so we have we have and we have major issues here um, with with people, and they're, and they're like, well, is God real or anything like that? Because where was he through the pandemic or you know why did this happen or why did this happen why did god let this happen questions going on and and you know history is replete with stuff like this happening i think it's also a, a step towards actual revival that's going to be coming um because people are ripping everything down now they're going to get into the actual like um this is the meat and potatoes. This is what it actually means. This is what we need to do. This is how Jesus is. Let's do this. Like people are going to get away from um, uh, just the Sunday morning service. They're going to. I think people uh, are starting to realize that Christianity needs to be lived out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, and celebrate with your friends on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, eh? That's 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 my view and that's my hope for this that this that this deconstruction or system reboot, whatever you want to call it, will in fact be a revival because every time that this has happened, this reformation, is, that's what they called it when it when Martin Luther did it. Yeah. How I, ballsy do you got to be to stand as one man <laughs> against the whole church system? All like, of Christianity. You're all wrong. <laughs> Jesus and the Pharisees. Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy. He was one He was one guy. He's like, okay, you guys are doing this wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Every story. And they killed him for it. That he told, you know. And yeah, then you look at right. you look at the apostles and and they're, you know, put up against the, you know, uh, the high priest and stuff like that. And the high priests are like, shut up about this person you named Jesus. You know, don't talk about him. You're not allowed to talk about him. And that's the thing. That's yeah. what's happening right now, even with castle culture and everything else. It's like, no, you have to be quiet. You can't talk about that. Stop talking. And it's like, this has been happening for over 2,000 years. So, oh. we're still here. Yeah. I don't know why we like to do that as Christians try to hide... Yeah, behind I'm, I'm, these walls of silence. That okay, you can't talk about that. Can't talk about this. Yeah, what are we afraid of here in the Western culture? Well, we're being called we're afraid names. to share our uh, hurting our feelings. We're also we're afraid to share our weaknesses and our failings as a church. Yeah, which I think would be a good step to start admitting some of those things and uh, not hide. Yeah, because yeah. we we do mess up a lot of things. Yeah, and I think that's I mean, where my it I think that's where my church is at right now too, because it's like well, we're sucking at this, and why? So we're looking really hard at our weaknesses and stuff. It's like why aren't people coming back? Why aren't you know what's some what's, are some are taking this time to reboot to think? Okay, yeah, let's turn it all off, start again, and put when you back re- the things that we know are most important. Yeah, when you reboot though, you, you got to turn it back on. Yeah. You don't just yeah. wipe out your hard drive and turn it off and throw it away. Yeah. Sometimes I think of it as a puzzle or, a, I mean, I guess, or a, or to use an example you'd love is building a car. I mean, if the motor's not working, maybe you have to rip the whole motor apart, but don't throw it all out. <laughs> Lay it out all on on a table, right? <laughs> I don't know if you knew this about our Uncle Neil, so... 
Oh, yes, I do. Uh, he took his Harley apart every winter. Every winter. And his garage. And mm -hmm. I saw into the garage. He didn't let us go in when I was young. But yeah. I saw in there, and it was all laid out perfectly. And he took it down to the screw. Every single piece of his Harley he took apart and then put it back together again. Yeah. And ready for the next season. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Well, like that's a hobby or whatever. I don't know. That's wild. Well, but I mean, back back with those. If all you want to rebuild something, sometimes <laughs> you got to take it right apart. And Caden, let's make sure all the parts are here. Let's yeah. put it back together the right way. And oh, what's this piece? Ah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I was going to say with those old Harleys is that you had to do that. That was just routine maintenance or those things fell apart all the time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, they, had a, they were not the best back one, then. didn't he? Yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah. Yeah. You look at the, the Harleys back then, they were not the best made way back then. This is like early 80s. And even to start that process, you have to at some point think, okay, something's not right here. Yeah. Like yeah. for me, it started just in church, in a service. Mm -hmm. And I knew things about people because of, well, empathy. I'm a bit of an empath when it comes to seeing people that are dealing with mental illness. Because I've lived with stuff like that for a long time. Or families that are stressed. I can see it. And because I have a heart that's thinking of those things, and because the sermon was boring or whatever, mm -hmm. or because it's like 20 minutes of announcements and I want to, so I think of things to do. I look around, see the people, and I see people dying. Like I see people mm -hmm. in a service with 250 people or whatever who are, and there's some people you'd look, they're on their last rope. They're like just barely keeping their head above water. And what are we giving him? That's it. Just struck me. It's like, okay, so we sing some cool songs. That's nice. Mm -hmm. It's really cool when you're together and you can feel an energy and all that. But it's still just music, to be honest. And and I mean the Holy Spirit. What I'll move through music. I, I'm not. I mean, I was a worship leader for a long time since I was 12 to I was 50. So I'm not throwing that out at all. Never would. That would, I, I mean, I, I used to think that was the only part of church worth being because announcements, 20 minutes of announcements, whatever. And it's less <laughs> into some places. <laughs> and then some biblical information and Bob's your uncle. Yeah. And what did we do to help that person that is like barely keeping their head above water? What have we done? What yeah. are they going to do? Well, they should be in a small group or someone's <laughs> got to reach out. But no one does. They talk about garbage and talk about Tim Hortons and whatever and talk about how dumb the prime minister is. And yeah, we're no different than guys in a coffee shop in the foyer. Uh, yeah. And that's and that's something that I, I believe has to change within the within the Christian church. Right. I mean, that's something that I would think needs a good system reboot. Right. A nice root system reboot right in the butt um, is that. Is that? I mean, that's my personal experience. I'm not saying because some people yeah. go to the same place and they think it's great and they feel enriched and encouraged and yeah, like you said, it's a celebration. And then they go out to their Christian lives and they're very fruitful and they grow. And that's but yeah, there we, are people more and more who go to these services that 
want something else or different. And it's not that they are attacking anyone. Mm -hmm. It's because they think there's more out there they could do better uh, to help people or whatever. And, and they're not being accommodated. They're being pushed away as, as divisive. Mm. It's like, how can we love these people better? Nah, we don't talk about that, dealing with that. Yeah. How can we love women better, make them be a more a part of our, you know, maybe they should be elders. <laughs> and then it's, it's red flag, red flag. Put up a wall instead of discussing it, talking about it. And that's not the fight I'm going to make here. I'm actually not even fighting about that anymore. But it's a good example of how those things can make us angry at each other right away. Yeah. Which is... Unfortunate. Again, it's the same as murder. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, calling other churches idiots and stuff is just... Yeah. yeah. Different <laughs> denominations. I mean, that's, <laughs> and that's how it's going to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I get it on the Sunday morning. That's, that's, that's our main connection point, though. Like, I mean, that's one thing that... Uh, and then why Sunday morning? as well like why did that change and and you got you got to look at all the the history of the church and and stuff mm -hmm. and, and paul goes into some of that stuff as well um as uh, i i forget what it was in one of the other readings and anyway uh rabbit trail that i'm not going to go quite down just yet um but but it's it's i i believe i believe for me um sunday morning is when we all gather together and then we can share stories with each other. I mean, we should be doing that of, of Christ throughout the week. Um, usually we just are too scared to do that. And we wind up talking about sports ball teams and we, you know, Tim Horton's coffee or, or something, <laughs> something like that. Right. And, uh, um, you know, because we're too we're too scared to to open up about anything. And it's like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, I'm doing okay. And it's like, actually, we're pretty crappy. Um, you know, we're scared to be open. We're you know, like you said, we're we're scared to be vulnerable and weak with people. And and mm -hmm. it's stupid that we with do that with each other, and especially with the world. You know, yeah, know we yeah, make we mistakes. we because 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 we 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 figure that our weakness. Um, will make us a target and mm -hmm. people are looking to tear us down at any point so so why 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 do we you know why do we think that way beer exactly i'm starting to think that fear is the root of all of that all the time yeah well we're afraid of being rejected we're afraid of being outcast we're afraid of of um, not having any friends. We're afraid of being alone. Mm -hmm. We're afraid of losing our jobs if we step out. We're afraid of people looking at us like we're freaks. I, people see my beard and they're distracted, so... <laughs> That's not a problem. I can distract them with the shiny bits of my head. <laughs> Like, <laughs> not if they have shades on that's right future's so bright <laughs> gotta wear shades no i like but i i i want to get back to what you said f farther back about how 
the words that are bad and tearing someone apart yeah can really scar us for a long time so when you see all these interactions on twitter what other media you're on or maybe even in person or maybe in a family telling I mean, we used to say sticks and stones will hurt my bones and names will never hurt me, but it's it's actually the opposite, like you said. Yeah. It's the words that, that have lots wound. of impact. Yeah, yeah. yeah that they only cut Christ right can heal. through the bone to the soul. And only Christ can deal with that and heal that, but then even 20 years later, whatever. 20, 30. I mean, I am 54 40. and I still have insecurities about a lot of things from that I f it makes me feel like I'm 12 again or whatever yeah like I mean how many times you know I, I get reminded of you know something pops into my head and it just reminds me of a regret I had when I was like a teenager or whatever right and I was like Man, I was such an idiot back then right yeah well I've, I'm learning slowly to forgive myself for being a bible bully um, and I'm loving not to try to make it up, make up for it. I'm loving just because it's the right thing to do. Mm. Hopefully. Yeah. I want to read that again. So this is like, if we want to, the one thing I want to take from most of this, um, cause we're going to be angry no matter what it's going to happen. I'll still say something mouthy to someone who cuts me off or whatever. But most of that's in good humor now. I, it, what's in my heart? Am I really getting angry at the person tailgating me? No. Just relax. It's okay. They'll go around if they need to. If not, whatever. They'll. You could say hi to them at the red light. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it. This anger comes from fear of things falling apart. From and perfect love casts out fear. But when it comes to love and being angry, it's about people. You have to love people. It's just the command we have from Christ is blunt. Loving God includes loving people. You've got to love both. He says it so plainly, and it's just, it's the reality of it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say certain people or... And in other parts of the Bible, Jesus says... Sure, you love your family or whatever, those close to you, but big deal. Everybody does that. Even sinners do that. Loving your enemies. We'll get to that in this as we keep moving through the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus calls for better. Am I trying at least to do better? That's my push. What's your push? What do you... Want people to leave with? Did I steal yours? <clears throat> no, I just... Um, so my biggest thing is um, be careful what you say to one another. Like, really yeah. really think about what you're going to say before you say it. Uh, and try not to say anything out of anger, out of malice, out of frustration. Um, any You know, because it can cut, words cut, and... Um, yeah, like Alan said, Jesus can heal that. And I know he's still, I know he's still healing a lot of things in me, um, from things that people have said to me that have cut and make me feel insecure and unworthy and, and, um, 
so I've I've had to deal with a lot of my own things uh, growing up and stuff and and more often than not to be quite honest it was people who are in churches that hurt me the worst um, it wasn't the world it was Christians actually who hurt me more than um, uh, the world ever did because mm-hmm. you think that they love you you think that um, they're going to be kind to you and then all of a sudden it's like they say or do something or treat you a way um, that quite frankly the world does a better job of it than than they can and it cuts and it hurts and I'm still having to deal with that and you know I'm pretty sure that a lot of other people out there are also feeling the same way and that's also why they are deconstructing um, a lot of people mm-hmm. have left churches not because of God but because of churchgoers treating them badly and I'm yeah I'm saying we don't be doormats to people as well um, but be careful of how you act and how you treat and how you talk uh, to other people because yeah. it, it does matter and Jesus said it it does matter words can kill yeah there's there's power in words and we and beyond that communication we could even say yeah I'm trying to be thoughtful and that's it's helping me to have just that one social media because I don't want to be reactionary which happens quite a bit in social media mm-hmm or comments you want to send a whoa send and uh, if you don't compose it properly and so Twitter actually it doesn't have an edit option so (laughs) you got (laughs) it it forces you if you want to say something I mean some people still rage or whatever yeah but if I'm doing a thread on something I have to be careful and uh, and I check it over do I really want to say that? If I could do that with my words, heck, I'd be doing pretty good. <laughs> but I don't often do that. It's just definitely a learning process. Yeah, yeah. And I wish more people did exactly what you're doing on social media, where they, do I really want to say that before I hit send? <laughs> that's that's a good practice to have. Well, and I'm thinking of how I'd, because how, I run my account but I also do it in association with the Twitter, which you could see on this YouTube uh, at more about Jesus three on Twitter. Yeah. I run that account too. And so I represent not just me, but I feel you and our community. Uh, when I post things there, I'm mm-hmm. not just going to react and do stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to not even, it's not a promotion. I don't do that to try to, gain followers or whatever yeah it's just an expression of what we're learning and working through and how we're sharpening each other but i so i'm i think of that but if you really want to take that another level as a christian you represent jesus as a follower of christ you represent other christ followers think about it what you're representing yeah think about how, the- how you're coming across 
So yeah. are you just that angry guy in a concert yelling about everyone should shut up? Or are you expressing love? Are you, you know, what would Jesus do? Yeah. Think about the big C church. Instances. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not something we often do. Because like you said, we're so separated. We are. Different. Our, our devices have divided us. Our abominations. <laughs> our, ideologies oh, sorry, have, <laughs> our ideologies have become our idolatry. Our entertainment has emancipated. Our faith and discipline has disappeared. Is that a quote? That's a quote from Douglas Dunbar. Oh, that yeah. sermon, I'm telling you, people, go listen to it. Go okay, listen we'll to post it. it in our Discord for sure. Yeah. Well, we did already. Yeah, right? we we did. Yeah. It's there, which you know, which is a good reminder. You know, join join our Discord. Um, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. that. Well, this is that what what we yeah, should. Yeah, we had a good conversation about that uh, Thursday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I posted some questions about what's been going on on Twitter, and we've heard some really cool stuff from people. They posted uh, different viewpoints. And we're civil, mm -hmm. and we probably disagree on a lot of things, and but that's okay. We don't, we're not calling, making it personal, or calling anyone out, or calling him. Uh, well, what's the NIV say? Raka, empty head, <laughs> instead of idiot. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Ask, ask Mike about that. He's got some Yo, good names. empty head. Yeah, Mike. Mike Magnus, your Mike Magnus. Zippy, if you find him on our Discord, Zippy his Waldo. name is Zippy. He needs to uh, give us a breakdown. So he'll yeah. listen to this. He'll do it. I believe in him. Oh, yeah. What is that word, idiot? <laughs> that word, word Raka, yeah. He, had, he actually... Raka. Yeah, I did watch his sermon on... Actually, on this passage, and he, he broke it down. And I'm like, those are some good names. It's like, and now I'm feeling deeply... Con convicted <laughs> <laughs> i'm convicted but it's funny and i want to use all these <laughs> yeah, exactly i'm gonna have a little card in my car <laughs> yeah, yeah. right and, on the dash no i'm not i'm doing better and actually what we um, should what we should do in our discord is actually like the week before we're going to be um videoing because we do these every like every other week um we should post up our, our passage that we're going to be doing. We can have a week-long discussion before we actually mm -hmm. go in, and then, then we can actually go yeah, in. Yeah, I do it a little... I should do it a little sooner. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then... I'll do that. For yeah, that, that way we can even... If, if you've got a great quote or something like that, I'll read it out. We'll Ooh. do that here on the podcast. Oh, for sure. So, we, we, yeah, we want, we'll, we want we'll, more people we'll to join we'll in the conversation. A, give them a week. Yeah. yeah, this isn't just about us. No, and then that's that's it's just about it. regular everyday people by the power of the Holy Spirit working through stuff, sharpening each other, and, be, and making their lives more about Jesus. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And even if you're famous, I'll I'll, I'll let you in. But <laughs> don't don't think you're going to be treated special. It'd be great to have all too. sorts of viewpoints, and we're sort of getting that yeah. in the Discord. So. Yeah, I really like that. So, yeah. um, in order to find that Discord, um, if you follow us on Twitter, there I share it there often. But wherever you see a podcast, whether it's in Apple or in uh, Spotify, there are links there. 
to the Discord and to the Twitter. So there's no excuse. I, I don't want to hear any excuses. I'm tired of it. I'm kidding. But we're reaching. I don't know. I'm going to share one little thing. Um, places. Listeners. So 49% Canada. The States is 41%. But then the rest of the smaller numbers. We have people in Germany, Brazil, the Philippines, Indonesia, and India. Oh, nice. That have listened to this. So why do we do this? Not because we think it's cool to be on TV, not because we're making loads of money, not because um, it's just a secret way to become famous on the internet. We feel this is the Great Commission for us. And this is how we share the love of Jesus. One of the ways we share the light of Jesus at work. We share the light of Jesus in our families and our churches and other places. And when I go to Walmart, I try to make someone's day. And I gave the pizza guy a $7 tip today. Oh, nice. And said, good job. I know your job's just something encouraging. I didn't say Jesus at all. But I think that's, to me, that's fulfilling the Great Commission. And this is how we're doing it. And it's going around the world. Awesome. So like the videos, share the videos on your medias, things like that. Not because we need you to share it. Because you want to spread the gospel. And there's other ways. And if you don't, it won't hurt us. And I'm not trying to gain followers, like I said. <laughs> but click on those links. Get in the Discord because we want your opinions and your ideas to be a part of this. It's not just us two guys. I mean, we could talk forever, but we need more content to be balanced. We need some opinions. That's right. And we need more females. Right now, it's mostly dudes. I want to hear what the ladies think. Yeah, let's get some. Let's get some different, uh, different perspectives yeah, out there. More perspectives, the better. Yeah, and like I said, I'll share. Um, I'll share them. I'll share them on on here. Um, I'll try to do it in the best way possible. So, yeah. oh, for sure. Make 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 this a community of more than just two. That way, you know. That way, if you do share something in the Discord, and then it's getting shared out here, the you know that you're being heard, right? Because I'll I'll be honest, I'm I'm not the best at at responding to a lot of things. I do a lot of trolling. Um, that's my introvert. Lurking, self. we call it lurking in the internet world. Oh, okay, lurking, okay. which is okay in the background. Okay. Yeah, okay. in the Twitch universe, you lurk. Yeah, it's and it and a lot of times it's because you, I it's don't okay. have a lot it's of time. Totally <laughs> legit. Yeah, it's totally legit. I don't have time to engage the chat, so I'm just watching your stream. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's we're cool with lurkers too. That's right. So, yeah, I'm not trying to guilt anyone. If you want to lurk and we'll just listen to the podcast and don't tell anyone, that's fine. As long as you make your life more about Jesus. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. Now I was pressuring. I was being a bully. <laughs> Dang me. <laughs> um, also, there's email. So what if you want to be totally secretive about it? You have a question. You say, Al, when are you going to cut your beard? You can ask me that. On our email, moreaboutjesus21 at gmail.com. So there's that option. Again, you could be the first person to send me an email. And um, did you give away that coaster yet? We had that weird house giveaway. It's so still, still there. Still there. Nobody's nobody's answered the email yet. Nobody sent grabs. their first mail. 
And you know what? You know, if 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 somebody does email, I will personally sign this, and then I will somehow get Alan to sign it, and we will send it to you. Yeah, you send it to me, and then I'll send it to them. Yeah, yeah. Anywhere in the world, even the Philippines or India. <laughs> First email. It might be expensive. <laughs> it might be expensive. That's right. I'll sell all my dice thrown up there, and then I can do it. I can afford it. <laughs> so that's it. I think I promoted everything. On uh, you can see the Twitter on our YouTube there, but it's at More About Jesus Three at Twitter. Uh, also, I have a my own Twitter is Alanon sixty eight. Daniel's is at Danny Boy Dunbar. Danny Boy Dunbar. He's there once in a while, but I'm sort of that's my only media, so I'm Mister Twitter right now, which yeah. is cool because like, I can ban stuff and not worry about it. But Discord's my favorite because I can turn off the trolls. Let's just say goodbye. Anyway, anything else we want to say? I think we got it. I think we got it. Uh, yeah. I think that's everything. I'll just, you know. Thank so, you once again. I'm, my name is Al Martins. My name is and, Daniel Dunbar. And next time we'll be back <laughs> to talk more about Jesus. And we'll try to nail that outro a little bit. <laughs> uh, that was okay. We're getting there. It's we are our thing. Messing up the outro is our thing. That's right. As long as we nail the intro, we're good. As long as Jesus is the last word. Yes. Right? So, yes. Uh, thank you all for watching. And we're all trying to be a little bit more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And you're welcome to join us. Absolutely. Amen. Amen.